Section eleven of Dedications. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dedications by Mary Elizabeth Brown to Dignitaries of Church and State. Part three Christian Morals by hannah moore eighteen thirteen as a slight memorial of sincere esteem and cordial friendship this little sketch of christian morals is with strict propriety inscribed to the rev thomas gisborne of yoxall lodge in his writings and in his life a consistent christian moralist an inquiry into the origin and early history of engraving upon copper and in wood by william young otley eighteen sixteen to the right honourable george john earl spencer k g etc this work is respectfully dedicated with a due sense of the advantages derived in the course of its progress from the use of many rare and valuable materials contained in his lordship's magnificent library by the author hints towards forming the character of a young princess by hannah moore eighteen nineteen to the right reverend the lord bishop of exeter dr john fisher my lord could it have been foreseen by the author of the following pages that in the case of the illustrious person who is the subject of them the standard of education would have been set so high and especially that this education would be committed to such able and distinguished hands the work might surely have been spared but as the second volume was gone to the press before that appointment was announced which must give general satisfaction it becomes important to request that if the advice suggested in any part of the work should appear presumptuous your lordship and still more the public who might be more forward than your lordship in charging the author with presumption will have the candour to recollect that it was offered not to the learned bishop of exeter but to an unknown and even an imaginary preceptor under these circumstances your lordship will perhaps have the goodness to accept the dedication of these slight volumes not as arrogantly pointing out duties to the discharge of which you are so competent but as a mark of the respect and esteem with which i have the honour to be my lord your lordship's most obedient and most faithful servant the author april second eighteen o five in the preface to the first edition the author apologizes for her presumption in offering these hints Quote, if we were to inquire what is even at the present critical period 
one of the most momentous concerns which can engage the attention of an englishman who feels for his country like a patriot and for his posterity like a father what is that object of which the importance is not bounded by the shores of the british islands nor limited by our colonial possessions with which in its consequences the interests not only of all europe but of the whole civilized world may hereafter be in some measure implicated what britain would hesitate to reply the education of the princess charlotte of wales after this frank confession of the unspeakable importance of the subject in view it is no wonder if the extreme difficulty as well as delicacy of the present undertaking is acknowledged to be sensibly felt by the author another paragraph is suggestive of the state of female education at the period quote, had the royal pupil been a prince these hints would never have been obtruded on the world as it would then have been naturally assumed that the established plan usually adopted in such cases would have been pursued nor does the author presume in the present instance to insinuate a suspicion that there will be any want of a large and liberal scope in the projected system or to intimate an apprehension that the course of study will be adapted to the sex rather than to the circumstances of the princess hannah moore probably did cherish a little well-grounded apprehension that the princess's sex might be regarded as a bar to a liberal education controversial tracts on christianity and mohammedanism by the late reverend henry martin translated and explained by the reverend samuel lee eighteen twenty four to the right honourable the earl of liverpool k g first lord of his majesty's treasury etc etc this attempt to develop and refute the religious opinions of the mohammedans of persia as a public acknowledgment of a grant of one hundred pounds per annum made from his majesty's treasury for the purpose of enabling the arabic professor of this university to deliver a public course of arabic and hebrew lectures annually is most respectfully inscribed by his lordship's most obedient and obliged humble servant the translator and author lee was professor of arabic at cambridge lectures on the philosophy of the mosaic record of creation delivered in the chapel of trinity college dublin by james kennedy eighteen twenty seven to the right honourable charles kendall bush chief justice of the court of king's bench in ireland the following discourses are inscribed as a slight tribute of esteem and gratitude 
that paid to accomplishments which dignify the relations of public in the same measure that they adorn those of private life this excited by attentions which to the laborer in literature are always acceptable more especially when bestowed in the like spirit that they are received without ostentation on the one hand or compromise of feeling on the other history of the war in the peninsula and in the south of france by sir william f p napier eighteen twenty eight to eighteen forty to field marshal the duke of wellington this history i dedicate to your grace because i have served long enough under your command to feel why the soldiers of the tenth legion were attached to caesar life and services of horatio viscount nelson by james stanier clark and john martha eighteen forty to sir thomas masterman hardy baronet g c b vice-admiral of the blue and governor of greenwich hospital sir the world will at once understand the propriety of prefacing your name to a life of nelson as it was almost the last word he uttered when passing into a glorious immortality so will it be the first in the recollection of every briton in association with his heroic history it is therefore sir a source of the highest gratification to be permitted the honor of dedicating to you this authentic memoir of your illustrious companion and praying that you may during many added years enjoy the proud reflection of having been the chosen friend of him whose name is england's pride whose example her shield and strength we remain sir your obliged and faithful servants the publishers hellenics by walter savage landor eighteen forty seven to pope pius the ninth never until now most holy father did i hope or desire to offer my homage to any potentate on earth and i now offer it only to the highest of them all there was a time when the cultivators of literature were permitted and expected to bring the fruit of their labor to the vatican not only was incense welcome there but even the humblest produce of the poorest soil verbanum pueri ponita to rockway if those better days are returning without what was bad or exceptionable in them the glory is due entirely to your holiness you have restored to italy hope and happiness to the rest of the world hope only but a single word from your prophetic lips a single motion of your earth-embracing arm will overturn the firmest seats of iniquity and oppression the word must be spoken 
the arm must wave what do we see before us if we take the best of rulers under our survey we find selfishness and frivolity if we extend the view ingratitude disregard of honor contempt of honesty breach of promise one step yet beyond and there is cold-blooded idiocy stabbing the nobles at home spurning the people everywhere and voiding its corrosive slaver in the fair face of italy it is better to look no farther else our eyes must be riveted on frozen seas of blood superfused with blood fresh flowing the same ferocious animal leaves the impression of its broad and heavy foot on the snow of the arctic circle and of the caucasus and is this indeed all that europe has brought forth after such long and painful throes has she endured her marats her robespierres her buonapartes for this god inflicted on the latter of these wretches his two greatest curses uncontrolled power and perverted intellect and they were twisted together to make a scourge for the nation which reveled in every crime but above all in cruelty it was insufficient she is now undergoing from a weaker hand a more ignominious punishment pursued by the derision of europe to save her honor she pretended to admire the courage that decimated her children to save her honor she now pretends to admire the wisdom that imprisons them cunning is not wisdom prevarication is not policy and novel as the notion is it is equally true armies are not strength Acre and waterloo show it and the flames of the kremlin and the solitudes of fontainebleau one honest man one wise man one peaceful man commands a hundred millions without a baton and without a charger he wants no fortress to protect him he stands higher than any citadel can raise him brightly conspicuous to the most distant nations god's servant by election god's image by beneficence walter savage landor westward ho by charles kingsley eighteen fifty five to the rajah sir james brooke k c b and george augustus selwyn d d bishop of new zealand this book is dedicated by one who unknown to them has no other method of expressing his admiration and reverence for their characters that type of english virtue at once manful and godly practical and enthusiastic prudent and self-sacrificing which he has tried to depict in these pages they have exhibited in a form even purer and more heroic
than that in which he has dressed it and than that in which it was exhibited by the worthies whom elizabeth without distinction of rank or age gathered round her in the ever-glorious wars of her great reign c k february eighteen fifty five life and correspondence of james iredell by griffith j mccree eighteen fifty seven in memory of the honorable james iredell late governor of the state of north carolina senator of the united states etc etc this record of a father whose genius he inherited and whose virtues he emulated in memory of him to whose parental care i am indebted for the greatest of all blessings an admirable wife this volume is affectionately inscribed by griffith j mccree taiping tian quo the history of the taiping revolution including a narrative of the author's personal adventures by lin li eighteen sixty six to li sin chang the chung wang faithful prince commander-in-chief of the taiping forces this work is dedicated if he be living and if not to his memory spare hours by john brown m d eighteen sixty six the author dedicates this volume to the memory of abraham lincoln who through faith subdued kingdoms and wrought righteousness dr brown dedicated health five lay sermons to working people to the memory of the rev james trench the heart and soul of the canongate mission who while he preached a pure and fervent gospel to its heathens taught them also and therefore to respect and save their health and was the originator and keeper of their liberty and penny bank as well as their minister paleontological memoirs and notes of the late hugh falconer compiled and edited by charles murchison eighteen sixty eight to colonel sir proby t cotley k c b member of the council of india this volume embracing the results of those studies of his departed friends and colleagues on the fossil fauna of the sawalik hills which obtained for them world-wide reputation in science is dedicated by the author herald by alfred lord tennyson eighteen seventy six to his excellency the right honourable lord lytton viceroy and governor-general of india my dear lord lytton after old-world records such as the bayeux tapestry and the roman de rue edward freeman's history of the norman conquest 
and your father's historical romance treating of the same times have been mainly helpful to me in writing this drama your father dedicated his herald to my father's brother allow me to dedicate my herald to yourself a tennyson in eighteen forty six tennyson was bitterly attacked by lytton bulwer because peel had placed him on the pension list tennyson replied by two poems published in punch the new timon and the poets and afterthought of these poems he afterwards wrote i never wrote a line against anyone but sir edward lytton bulwer his lines did not move me to do so but at the very time he was writing or had written these he was visiting my cousins the dane courts and said to them how much i should like to know your cousin alfred and i going into a book club in the town where i was then living found a newspaper turned up and folded so that i could not miss see how sir edward tickles up the poetasters and their patrons the stupid insignificant paper and the purpose with which it had been set before me provoked me tennyson added i never sent my lines to punch john forster did they were too bitter i do not think that i should ever have published them lord lytton acknowledged very cordially the dedication of herald letter to tennyson january nineteenth eighteen seventy seven quote, memories the tenderest and most cherished of my life are strangely mingled with the hope your generosity has sanctioned that i may live hereafter on your pages associated with the name of their great author to whom in common with all our countrymen i already owe so much and with that of my dear father to whom i owe life itself and all great things in life nor least of all my share in the valued tribute so generously offered to his memory by england's greatest living poet in his name and for his sake i thank you no less warmly than on my own behalf the origin of the world by john william dawson eighteen seventy seven to his excellency the right honourable the earl of dufferin k p k c b etc governor-general of canada this work is respectfully dedicated as a slight tribute of esteem to one who graces the highest position in the dominion of canada by his eminent personal qualities his reputation as a statesman and an author and his kind and enlightened patronage of education literature and science becket by alfred lord tennyson eighteen eighty four to the lord chancellor the right honourable earl of selborne 
my dear selborne to you the honored chancellor of our own day i dedicate this dramatic memorial of your great predecessor which although not intended in its present form to meet the exigencies of our modern theatre has nevertheless for so you have assured me won your approbation ever yours tennyson critical exposition of the jihad by mulavi chara ali circa eighteen eighty five to the honorable syed ahmed khan bahadur c s i this book is without even asking permission and wholly without his knowledge dedicated as a slight but sincere testimony of admiration for his long and various services in the cause of islam and in respect of his religious and social reforms among the moslems of india and of gratitude for much personal kindness and friendship by the author the old merchants of new york city by walter barrett j a scoville eighteen eighty five to the memory of john jacob astor one of the first and most prosperous merchants of new york city this volume is dedicated historical memorials of canterbury by arthur p stanley d d 1887 to the venerable benjamin harrison archdeacon of maidstone and canon of canterbury in grateful remembrance of much kindness these slight memorials of the city and cathedral which he has so faithfully served are inscribed with sincere respect by the author dr muhlenberg by william wilberforce newton d d eighteen ninety to the right reverend henry c potter d d l l d who in having before him the large-hearted standards of his venerated father recognizes the fact that in the present constructive age the loyal churchman is beset with problems which in their complexity the fathers of yesterday never knew this volume is dedicated with the affection of a friendship which has deepened with time the sole test of life as it is of truth in the hope that he may live to see the dream of the saintly muhlenberg realized in the true emancipation of the episcopate and in the veritable unsectorizing of the church sunrise stories a glance at the literature of japan by roger reardon and tozo takayanagi eighteen ninety six dedicated to his excellency s Corino, his imperial japanese majesty's envoy extraordinary and minister plenipotentiary to the united states of america by the authors 
essay sur les données immédiates de la conscience by henri bergson eighteen ninety eight a m jules lachelier membre de l'institut inspecteur general de l'instruction publique hommage respectueux the life of the spirit by hamilton wright maybe eighteen ninety eight to george a gordon the race must become partner in the moral enterprise fellow worker with the universe at its ethical task if its heart of rhythm and soul of fire are to stand fully revealed st thomas of canterbury his death and miracles by edwin a abbott eighteen ninety eight to the memory of thomas once archbishop of canterbury now venerated by some as saint and martyr by others admired as a hero by some few vilified as a narrow ecclesiastic but deserving to be studied by all whether friends critics or enemies as a conspicuous proof that the spirit may be then first manifested in its full power when defeat and corruption have triumphed over the flesh the world beautiful third series by lillian whiting eighteen ninety eight to reverend e winchester donald d d rector of trinity church whose sympathetic and uplifting pastorate continues the noble traditions of his parish who as priest and friend and citizen is enshrined in our hearts these pages are gratefully dedicated by lillian whiting the first volume of the world beautiful is dedicated to the memory of phillips brooks and the same author's outlook beautiful to archdeacon wilberforce of westminster abbey mornings in the college chapel by francis greenwood peabody professor of christian morals in harvard university eighteen ninety nine to my beloved and revered colleagues the preachers to the university and to the sacred memory of phillips brooks of the first staff of preachers who being dead yet speaketh among us in grateful recollection of happy association in the service of christ and the church john knox by marion harland nineteen hundred to my friend and pastor reverend george alexander d d whose scottish ancestors for three hundred years bravely kept the faith he holds and teaches this book written with a willing hand and a full heart in the scotland secured to the protestant church by john knox is affectionately dedicated marion harland the east of to-day and to-morrow 
by henry codman potter late bishop of new york nineteen o two to john pierpont morgan financier philanthropist friend to whose munificence these opportunities for observation in the east were owing and whose constructive genius which upbuilds and never pulls down has indicated the tasks which await western civilization in eastern fields a dedication to mr morgan in a very different spirit is that of road town by edgar chambers nineteen ten this book is dedicated to j pierpont morgan a straight player of a crooked game who it is said played his usual role in the wall street manipulations of the central railroad of georgia securities which adroitly and legally absorbed the small savings and happiness of many unsophisticated investors an action which in my case at least proved to be a blessing in disguise for it made me suffer first and then made me think hence the gratitude and consequent dedication to mr morgan for starting the train of road town a plan for sidestepping the crooked game as now played so that henceforth whosoever will may become a straight player of a straight game god and music by john harrington edwards nineteen o three to henry van dyke d d l l d a master workman in many fields and in all for the master central asia and tibet towards the holy city of lhasa by sven hedden nineteen o three the english and american editions of this work are dedicated by special permission to his excellency lord curzon of kettleston viceroy of india with gratitude and admiration by the author history of andrew jackson by augustus c buell nineteen o four to the embodiment in our times of the jacksonian spirit theodore roosevelt the author respectfully dedicates these volumes the virginian by owen wister nineteen o four to theodore roosevelt some of these pages you have seen some you have praised one stands new written because you blamed it and all my dear critic beg leave to remind you of their author's changeless admiration the shade of the balkans by pencho slaveikoff henry bernard and dr r j peone nineteen o four to dr strassmeyer bishop of jacovo great bishop who didst dedicate thy day to god and to the godliness of man who wast not weary through the dark 
to scan for the dim promise of a golden ray thy soul was stricken when the sultan's sway these children of the mountains overran and from bulgaria's soul twas thine to fan what of old music in the darkness lay to thee we dedicate this book of grief and gladness which informed a people's heart saved from those centuries that were too brief to cast upon them time's victorious dart and from these gloomy days of unbelief whence all delight of music doth depart john knox the hero of the scottish reformation by henry cowan nineteen o five to the right honourable james alexander campbell p c m p l l d i dedicate this volume in grateful remembrance of many words of wise counsel and many acts of thoughtful kindness received from him during thirty years of friendship and as a sincere tribute to his private worth and public life work as a high-minded and honorable statesman a loyal and devoted churchman an effective writer and speaker on religious and ecclesiastical subjects a liberal benefactor of the universities which he has long represented in parliament and a generous friend of missionary and philanthropic enterprise the college man and the college woman by william dewitt hyde nineteen o six to theodore roosevelt who as a legislator commissioner secretary colonel author governor vice-president president and peacemaker has wrought in the world what he was taught in college and shown the power for good a college man can be russia travels and studies by annette m b meekin nineteen o six dedicated to his excellency prince m kilkoff minister of ways and communications at st petersburg days off by henry van dyke nineteen o seven to my friend and neighbor grover cleveland whose years of great work as a statesman have been cheered by days of good play as a fisherman this book is dedicated with warm and deep regards avalon july tenth nineteen o seven the american idea by lydia kingsmill commander nineteen o seven this book a sincere study of a grave social problem is dedicated to theodore roosevelt who first aroused the nation to the danger of race suicide and who has been the only american president to recognize officially the supreme importance of those questions that directly concern the family and the home 
when men grew tall or the story of andrew jackson by alfred henry lewis nineteen o seven to theodore roosevelt that man of the public for whom i have most regard and from whose future i as an american most hope this volume is dedicated robert fulton and the claremont by alice crary sutcliffe nineteen o nine this volume is affectionately dedicated to my father the rev robert fulton crary d d eldest grandson of robert fulton for forty years rector of the church of the holy comforter poughkeepsie new york whose services throughout life no less devoted than those of his illustrious ancestor have been in the great navy of the church of god the melting pot by israel zangwill nineteen ten to theodore roosevelt in respectful recognition of his strenuous struggle against the forces that threaten to shipwreck the great republic which carries mankind and its fortunes this play is by his kind permission cordially dedicated the gift of sleep by bolton hall nineteen eleven to the memory of the rev dr john hall who preached from the word what i teach from the world the efficient life by luther h gullick nineteen eleven to theodore roosevelt who sometimes leads the simple life who often leads the strenuous life but who always leads the efficient life john rannan by emerson huff to woodrow wilson one of the leaders in the third war of american independence the bishop's shadow by i t thurston to the beautiful memory of phillips brooks american traits by hugo munsterberg to frederick william halls member of the permanent court of arbitration at the hague ideal type of the american of german descent and of section eleven